0: All right.
1: The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show.
0: There's a story about a guy who kept three balloons in the air for over an hour, and it's now a Guinness record. So think about that. He rented out a gym, if I remember this correctly. Story here. And you, have to, you know how you hit balloons up? Mm-hmm. And he kept all three of them up for one hour, twelve minutes, and fifty seconds. Does that sound like a record that will be hard to break? I
1: think so. To me.
0: Like twenty-four hours seems like it'd be tough. Why
1: Maybe don't you sh- try it?
0: I don't care enough to try it.
1: We'll make Ray try it, <laughs> Lunchbox.
0: An Idaho, <laughs> an Idaho man with a talent for breaking Guinness World Records kept three balloons in the air for one hour, twelve minutes, and fifty seconds. Yeah, I mean, does, think a- about it, Mike. Let me ask you this, because you're the one who saw the story, the guy who, when they hit it in the air, does he have to blow them in the air, or can he hit them? Is to keep them up? Yeah, hit them. So he can touch them. Yeah. Like boom, boom, boom. Not... <sighs> yeah. Keep them up. David Rush, who's broken more than 150 Guinness records to promote STEM education, said he secured use of an empty gym for his attempt to take the record for the longest duration to keep three balloons in the air.
1: Does that sound like a record that's tough? I think three is sounds difficult to me. Yeah. But you can juggle. I can't.
0: Ray, when you hear this, what do you think? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. It ends up becoming one heck of an endurance competition. It's more than the juggling. It, it, You're running. It's juking back and forth. It's possible. I could do two. Three is what makes it really difficult. Is he like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. I
1: think you have to be agile. At I'm the
0: sure. beginning, he's very calm. And then he's. And next thing you know, he's. it's just like a basketball <laughs> move every second. Could you do it for one hour and 13 minutes? Two of them, yes. But No, <laughs> <laughs> but no one cares three. about two of them. Uh, I give it a shot, but I mean, it's going to be terrible if I do it and it's only a minute. It's going to be quite the letdown. Because, I mean, once it touches, it's done, though. Yeah. But he's doing his feet, his hands, everything. He really hasn't had to dive yet. I'm oh. imagining for me to do yeah. it, there's going to be a lot of that. But if you dive once, you're not going to be able to get back up and find the other ones. Like yeah, If you're the, in that spot, you're done. They're, they're balloons, though. you got more time. It's not like it's coming down that fast. Gravity, stuff like that. Scoot, is this something we'd want to try?
2: Yeah, I saw the story. I'm 100% going to try it and get us going with it.
0: I mean, I would have Ray and Lunchbox both try it at the same time. Yeah, I used to
2: do this as a kid. I'm watching the video now. I think we could totally do this.
0: But the thing is, I think they'd be so wild with their balloons, they'd cross into each other, even if we put them on different sides of the gym. <laughs> like, I think eventually they would just run into each other and, and blow it all.
2: But we we have space here. I'm looking at the, the building he used. We have a very similar lobby here in the building that we can make this happen.
0: Oh, I think you need a bigger spot.
3: Yeah, than that. I think we need a bigger spot than the lobby where there's chairs and desks. I think you I, have to come up a bunch of excuses here why you
2: can't do it. No, no oh, I, yeah. I, I can, I'll do it in a gym. I just need, you know. You can't go to a gym right now. I think you can do it here at our performance area, or we just go outside in the garage uh, to do this. Because
3: I need a big ceiling, because I got to hit it up high.
0: That's a, that's a,
3: a I, concern. I mean, if you hit it and it hits the ceiling, it's coming down quicker. This guy's not hitting it high. He's hitting it well, at, at,
2: at a six. Well, he did Well, he has the record. How is he stupid?
0: Uh, he what about outside? I guess when then? When?
3: There's Factors.
2: Squirrels. I think about squirrels. <laughs> well, squirrels are going to get in the way for sure.
0: Okay. Well, think about that. Then if we'll, you guys can bring me a better idea, I would be up for trying this. Okay. All right. I'll come up with a solution how we can do it here in our building or somewhere. It's not going to work in our building. I don't think our roof
1: What about right. up where the computers are, the sales or whatever's up yeah, there? Yeah, are you going to move all really the desks?
0: The- I don't think it. I, don't, I just don't <laughs> think the building is it. He doesn't move around all that much. He yeah. Don't, no. See, here's the thing. We could do it in the lobby because it can hit the windows and stuff like that. You just need an enclosed room. Oh, he doesn't care. You can bounce it off stuff? He was drilling windows. He was what video just is he as looking long at? as it doesn't touch the floor. The is he, dude. Is think not looking at the same I don't think he's looking at the same video. This guy's just in an empty gym in the middle. He doesn't jump around. Well, this must be where he practices because this is him, David Roche, or whatever. Hey, see if you can get him on the phone. I'll look him up. I'll talk to him. Well, us. I
1: know where that's
0: at. Okay. Uh, here are the 10 most prized possessions that people have. Number 10, their TV. Do you love your TV?
1: Yeah.
0: You do? I'm indifferent.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess my computer probably more so than my TV, but, oh, man, I think of, like, my daughter. She loves TV.
0: At number nine, a child's memory box. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. And number eight, a wet your wedding dress. Do you still have yours? Yes. You, do you care?
1: Uh.
0: Number seven, your car. Uh. Indifferent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the laptop at six, uh, that's probably yeah. one of my top three.
1: But I watch TV on my laptop
0: too. You can't do it live things though. Okay. Like I can't put my dog, I put my dog on here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, number five, family heirloom.
1: Yeah, love that. Very close to me.
0: I, I have none. What do you have? You're, like stuff from your mom? I have
1: a lot of stuff I inherited from my mom. That's most of my family heirlooms. And then I look, well, that's a weird way to say this, but I know of some stuff from my dad that I would like. To have. I when was gonna say I, I look forward wow, to this. No, wow. that's not Holy what I crap. I know. That came out, like that came out you've wrong. You also
0: said that about me though too. What? Like it, well, would you leave this to me? Like I, when I was talking about my will, you were like, "Would you leave me this?" I don't. This? Uh, but you've made those jokes I, no, before. No, uh, that's not me. Your, that's your Eddie. dark humor is not. That's
1: Eddie. No, I no. I'm just saying. There's no. this like desk thing that my dad had that belonged to my grandma. that I heard he's I would giving like. it to your
0: sister. <laughs> that's what I heard.
1: Well. Sorry, it's not the first time that I've lost something to my sister.
0: Dang, was there? you guys get a fight? She got the
1: diamond. My mom's. Not that it matters, but my mom had her wedding ring from my dad, and they were divorced for years and years and years. But um, she split it up. She took. She removed the diamond from the gold band, and gave me the band, and my sister the diamond. Wow. I was like, well, okay then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: still
3: bothers yeah. you to this that day. Sucks. No, it's
1: fine. But I mean, I'm just, it just, it's one of those things where you got to get rid of stuff, I guess. And you have siblings. You have to just take whatever. I don't Ma, I don't care either way. We can hear
0: you don't care by <laughs> how you keep talking yourself around
1: I, it. I really don't. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal.
0: Engagement ring at four. Mm-hmm. Does that end up being your wedding ring?
1: Engagement that... ring is the diamond most of the time. And then the wedding band is just a band.
0: And it attaches to the ring?
1: Yeah, they're like, like this is my band, okay. and then I have a diamond also.
0: But oh, it's two different rings?
1: Mm-hmm. Most of the time.
0: A uh, piece of jewelry is at three, wedding rings at two. Is the wedding ring more important than the engagement ring when it comes to the rings?
1: The engagement ring normally has the diamond, yeah. but some people don't have that, so probably the wedding ring, and that's the one that signifies. Because, I mean, a man could have a wedding ring, too. A man typically doesn't have an engagement ring.
0: Family photos is at one, yeah. most important things there. Um, <clears throat> yeah.
1: That's why Legacy Box is important. Family photos, they can digitize.
0: True. Do we have a code for our listeners?
1: Legacybox.com slash bones.
0: Is that what it is, bones? Yep. Sometimes our codes are like slash Bobby, slash Bobby B, slash Bobby B bones. Yeah. We just need a consistent one, but you're sure it's Legacybox.com slash bones? I'm sure because
1: our friend Natalie just texted me asking for it. She's like, I heard you and Bobby talking about this. She wanted to make... Turn some pictures into digital. So I just gave her the code.
0: Well, What it does too, is they send you a box and then all the old pictures, even old movies or what what sucks is now old movies are considered VHS tapes. Usually I think old movies are like black and white.
1: But they do do film reels. I
0: know, but it's like old movies. It's VHS tape.
1: Home videos. But they can
0: take all that and make it digital. And you can watch it on your phone. You have it on your computer. They can make DVDs, whatever.
1: You can post it to Instagram.
0: Obviously, that's why I'm saying all that. Well, Duh. I know. Well, some um,
1: people maybe, uh, oh, well, I can put it on Instagram. Okay.
0: Legacybox.com slash bones. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then let me end on this because I've been wanting to watch Hamilton on Disney Plus. I saw it live. I was cool enough to see it live. And I mean that because one of my agents, when I was up in New York, that she was like, We got you tickets. I would never have gone to Hamilton because I've been like, I'm not paying for that. Went, thought it was crazy. I didn't know that they were. there was no talking when I walked in there first. There's no talking. It's all, from the start, hip-hop. Like, they're telling all of Alexander Hamilton's story through hip-hop. And uh, I was like, what the? And I, so uh, the first quarter of it, I'm just like, what's happening? When are they going to stop talking and fill me in? As long as you know they never talk, I think it will blow your mind. Because second half, I was like, wow, this is crazy. But now it's on Disney+. Plus. It's over two and a half hours. I don't know if I can commit to that yet. Mike, do you've seen it? Yeah. Is it good? I think it's really good. Like, I only knew about it from what you said about it. And that does take a little bit of getting used to, but it kept me entertained the whole way and I, I watched it all the way through. I wonder if watching it on closed caption would be good.
1: Oh yeah. I've heard from people that saw it on Broadway and then they watched the closed caption Disney Plus and they were like, I can't believe how much I missed. Like they thought they learned a lot on Broadway and retained a lot and loved it. They'd even seen it multiple times. And then when they saw it on closed caption, they realized how many things they were missing because the rappings so fast.
0: Yes, I think I may do that. Did you do that? No. I'm probably going to rewatch it, though. I felt like there was stuff I missed. Two and a half hours, though. Is it worth it? It's worth it. What do you give it? I give it 4.5 out of 5.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
0: Do you talk about it on Movie Mike's Movie Podcast? I will next week. Is it a movie? Yeah. Yeah, I consider it a movie, so yeah, this episode I'm talking about it. What else are you talking about? I'm talking about underrated Disney songs for movies. What's, a, what's an underrated one, though? So, like, um, the, a bunch of the stuff from Tarzan was underrated, like Phil Collins did. Oh, that's a great one. You'll be my heart. There's a bunch on that. And then there's one that Billy Joel did for a movie called um, Oliver and Company. Never heard of it. It's really good. thought that was like a clothing store. No. is this song. This one? Yeah. I Billy hey, Joel. All right, check out Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Well, that two and a half hours is a lot to commit to. We'll look through movies, Caitlin and I, to find something to watch. And if it's over an hour and 45, we're like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Or we'll split it up into two days. Like Hollywood, we got to get back to making movies that are like 90 minutes. Because this is just crap. I don't want to sit there for three hours and watch a movie. Or do, make it in two parts. Because if I see a long two hour and 40 minute movie, I'm not even going to watch it. I don't care how good it is. Do you feel that way? Uh, I mean, I like the hour and a half movies. I've seen a couple of good ones that are hour and a half. But yeah, everything's pretty much 210. I'll do 145 and feel pretty comfortable about hopping into it. But if you're asking me to commit two and a half hours straight right there, it gives me anxiety, even if I have two and a half hours to commit. I'm just like, golly, man. Been three hours here? That's all. Thank you. (laughs) Got to shut that down. Done. Enjoy the show. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Let's go! Hey guys, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning studio. Morning. Morning. I Watched another episode of Unsolved Mysteries last night on Netflix. Is the second one. It was about the woman who disappeared from the beauty salon.
1: Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, but that one just was like she disappeared
0: and then. Can you help us? Well, I yeah, didn't feel like didn't the, I didn't feel like the story was as intricate as the first one, where you're like, ooh ah, what, huh? Ooh, he did it.
1: Yeah. This one was kind sure. of. But it's still an unsolved case. Sure. It's unsolved. Can you imagine if that was your mom or your family member and, like...
0: Just gone. You still
1: had no idea who in the world did that?
0: Mm-hmm. I really like the series. There's only six episodes total. Yeah. And we're about to get into one that goes... Don't don't spoil it.
1: it I've goes, only seen the first two all the way. I've oh. seen the third one because the The third it's one about titles. some kind of crazy... In
0: France, I don't know. All it said was, "This family, something happens, and it's a yes. mystery." If I get on, like, oh, I'm be there.
1: It's what all the in crap? French, and you have to read the subtitles.
0: I normally don't like that, but like I mentioned yesterday, I watched Parasite, and you just forget mm-hmm. after a while.
1: I agree. We're halfway through it. I, w- once, I had to take a break to fin- do, watch some stuff with my kids, and they can't watch Unsolved Mysteries. too scary for them. Well,
0: it's too scary for me. <laughs> yeah. I need a palate cleanser every time, so last night, I just played NBA 2K mm-hmm. after I finished Unsolved Mysteries for the last... time. Yeah. But we're going to finish that, and then, you know, we're watching Dave a little bit on FX. You ever watch that? About no. Lil Dicky, the rapper? <laughs>
1: Who, who it, it probably wouldn't be for you. Okay.
0: It's a little too gritty. Yeah. We're watching that. Um, Curb Your Enthusiasm a little bit. Idiot Abroad a little bit. But we really don't have a show that we've been just obsessed with in the past.
1: Did Caitlin ever start Yellowstone? Mm-mm. Y'all should watch that together. I what know. are you waiting for? Y'all could binge season one and two.
0: Well, she wanted to watch the Jeffrey Epstein stuff.
1: And y'all should do that. Or That's Unsolved Mysteries. The Jeffrey Epstein 2 is good to be informed as well
0: the crazy stuff about the Epstein stuff is you know that the girl that was mm-hmm. helping Maxwell. him yes mm-hmm. so I don't know her story from does it talk about her in the series yes Okay. she's
1: a huge part
0: I don't know her story from the series but now you know she's in jail and at first they got her and then they were like well we can't let her have real clothes or sheets because she'll try to kill herself and now they're trying to protect her from assassins so they're moving her all the time and not telling people where, but eventually someone's going to tell somebody because mm-hmm. they're high connected. And I haven't even seen the series, but obviously they're, because you've seen pictures of Jeffrey Epstein with Donald Trump, Bill Clinton.
1: Oh, tons of powerful people.
0: And mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it as much as I need to now, mm-hmm. but when you're connected to folks that high, they have ways to get in.
1: Yeah. You know who else was on one of the... He he took this international flight somewhere. He had this, like, private plane. I can't even remember what they would call it, but the plane had a nickname. And Bill Clinton was on the flight and Kevin Spacey and somebody else, I can't remember. But, like, those... They were flying to Africa and doing some stuff with, like, the Clinton Foundation, and one of the girls on the flight was one of his girls that was being trafficked. But... Like, it's just weird to me that so many of these people were involved around them, but yet these people had no idea that this was, like, young girls that, like, didn't want to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just bizarre to me. That's why y'all should either listen to the podcast or or watch it. I'll come back.
0: I'm listening to the president podcast. I'm still rocking this thing. I'm learning about the presidents and what they were like as kids and what traits they all had in common.
1: That part's interesting. Yeah. I bet. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: They're just relentless.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just had an idea of relentless.
1: That's um, like you. Yeah, we'll see.
0: I have a clip here from Joe. Joe, who called the show uh, right after we got off the air and left us a voicemail.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to call in in response to the knob that criticized Sizen Raymundo for drinking White Claws. Uh, yeah, like, this guy's nuts. Like, yes, dudes drink White Claws. I got a fridge full of them right now. So Sizen <laughs> Raymundo, keep chugging those claws. Yeah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say, Ray? Uh, yeah, I'll give it right back to him. Yeah! All the way, baby. There's nothing better than a 12-pack of uh, old White Claws. Yeah, Ray was getting hated on. They say that's a, uh, a woman's drink. I don't know. I haven't had it. Uh, here is Allison in Idaho. I just had a
2: question. I was curious where the Spilling the Tea segment
1: went. I love hearing you guys back on each other and get each other in trouble. So, wanted to know where that is and if we could bring it back and I just wanted to say thanks to all you guys do and you got me through my 21 hours of labor and just love you guys and uh, thank you. 21 hours of labor? Yeah. You should been in labor for almost a day. Yeah, that's true. It's, just, uh, yeah, it's hard.
0: Spilling <laughs> um, the tea, we did that for a season. Where we would come on and just spill the tea about something happening in someone's personal life. I think it got us all in a bunch of trouble with each other's significant others.
1: When have we? When's we have that in a while. I
0: don't know. If you have any tea you want to spill on me, let me know. Okay. Do you? I
1: don't think so.
0: All right. Here's one more. Brandon from Somerset, Kentucky.
2: Morning studio. Uh, a lot of people are telling me that I need to go into the radio business, or uh, that I have the voice for doing voiceovers. Just want to know how would how does a person go about? Getting started in that that field, appreciate it.
0: Well, I wouldn't say radio because radio is not about having a good voice anymore. I don't have a good voice. Radio is about do you have something to say? Are you compelling? Can you make people care about an idea or a person? So, no, a voice almost has nothing to do with radio these days. Uh, you could sure try voiceover stuff. I don't have no idea to get in the business.
1: I know. I wish I knew too because I've always wanted to be the voice of a fish.
0: It's an interesting um, Unlike
1: an animated thing. yeah.
0: I've auditioned for voice stuff before for, like, cartoons. Is it a fish? No. Okay,
1: if something mm-hmm. comes available, holla at They me.
0: always ask me to be the redneck person. They're like, hey, would you do a voice for this redneck redneck <laughs> series? And so then I gotta be like, hi, hey, y'all. Here we go. Boo! You know, that kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Never get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you for the calls. You can always call us, 877-77-BOBBY. Let's get going. What's up with your son?
1: Well, he just had this, like, virtual reading tutoring thing. And I guess he got frustrated during it and said, what the? And then that's it. And so then I got a note about it that he, they were kind of concerned with his attitude and saying, what the? And where he would have gotten anything like that. And thought, oh, is is that bad? (laughs) Because I say, what the? To my kids all the time, but I don't, I don't finish it with anything. I think most recently, like an example would be, uh, he said he was like picked up stuff in his room and, and made his bed and I walked in and stuff was just clearly thrown onto his bed, not really made. And I walk in and he's like, see? And I'm like, what the, come on. <laughs> like I say that, you know, or well, if they, think, they act up, I say, seriously guys, like what the? And I just do that. And so now I guess he he mimicked me.
0: I think the real trouble comes into the word that comes after the.
1: Right, but I don't if, say anything.
0: Right, but if he said, what the heck? Would you care? No. If he said, what the crap, would you care? A
1: little bit more.
0: But if he said, what the beep, <laughs> you yeah. would care. Yeah. There are different levels of what the. But
1: we don't even, I don't even say anything after. I just say, what the?
0: What'd you tell the teacher?
1: I just said, I just said, oh, I'm sorry. He got that from me. Like, I, I he just, we don't say anything after. We just say, what the?
0: <laughs> and what they say back? <laughs> what the? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't. She. I don't think it was like a major concern. She just wanted yeah. me to know and be aware that he was had this vocabulary.
0: Did you have a conversation with him to stop saying that, or are you like it's okay to say that?
1: Well, no, I haven't really addressed it yet. It's all new. I was going to bring it to you guys and see, like, am I bad for saying that? Like, as a mom, because trust would say, me,
0: I would say no. My mom again, said worse to me. Yeah, different, different style. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Holy <laughs> crap! Yeah. I mean,
1: well, there was. My I had like two different moms. My mom before we started going to church, and then my mom after. She changed like a lot. She used to cuss at me a lot pre finding Jesus.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got cursed out (laughs) all the time even after
1: Jesus. (laughs) I know. I'm not saying it's it's that's like bad, but I mean, I just remember one time I missed the bus, and my mom slammed the dishwasher and said at word I can't say where I can say and I like never will forget it it was effective I don't think I missed the bus after that but again that was (laughs) pre-Jesus
0: I think you tell your son he shouldn't say that to his teacher
1: right and I don't think he was saying that to her Mm -hmm. like he just was what the Yeah. yeah I'll just have a talk that I'm sorry buddy I mean but that's on me like I need to not react that way to them but that's just sometimes my frustration comes out with that.
0: Maybe that's just an in-the-house word. Mm-hmm. Like, we can only say what the in-the-house. Yeah. It's okay for you to say this is our cool thing we get to do. It's I know, but, not now, he's bad, gonna but accidentally, like
1: <laughs> now he's going to accidentally say it, and I'm going to be like, you know you're only supposed to say that at home. <laughs> yes, but that's okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, Jordan Davis singles you up. By the way, go to our Facebook page. Let us know what you think about the what the...
1: What the... Is that Again, nothing. There's no word after it. No, nothing. Yeah. But it's how I react to them when I'm frustrated.
0: There was a flight from Seattle to Chicago, and they had to turn the flight around. Well, you know if they got to turn a plane around, somebody got into trouble.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because think about how much trouble as a kid you had to get into to get the car turned around. If you're turning a whole plane around, this guy got up and threatened to kill everybody on the plane.
1: Oh, my. Mm. This. So
0: I'm going to play a clip, and he gets up. And he threatens to kill everyone. You hear the audio here.
1: I will kill everybody except it. Die in the name of Jesus. Get in the chair. Get in the chair. Die in the name of Jesus.
2: Get in
0: the chair. That's so scary. He was quickly subdued by the flight crew. And two passengers got involved too. A law enforcement officer who was flying on the aircraft. The Seattle Times posted a video of the incident. Here's the thing though. He was wearing a mask. So come on, look at this guy. Even our-
1: see, but, Yeah, I mean, I get that. But then it's like you want to see like the insanity part of it. But then he's also rational or like sane enough to know, oh, I should be wearing a mask right now.
0: Or maybe he was just told you can't get on the plane unless you wear a mask. Yeah, because that's the rule now.
1: I know, but then I'm thinking if you're being irrational, you would throw a fit about that
0: the flight returned safely to SeaTac where additional law enforcement personnel were standing to take the passenger into custody. I'd be worried if I were one of these passengers that I was going to get corona from some idiot doing this.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you know two passengers had to jump into action. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, and get close, yeah.
0: And it's always that moment, too, where if somebody's doing some crap on an airplane where you got to make that decision. Do I jump into action? (laughs) That's That's a big commitment, man. I've never I, that's been a, in that That's a big commitment when someone's no. just up yelling if you're going to be the one. Because mostly you'd be like, surely someone's going to do something. Yeah. Because if you do it and either A, you lose the fight or B, they're really not. They're just not doing what you thought they were doing. They were confused. I don't know. That's a big commitment.
1: That's so scary. Like, I don't know. How premeditated is that? I want to know. I want to ask him. Like, did you plan on screaming that when you got on the plane? Or did you, like, just Have too many go and- bottles? Yeah. And oh, there's you- no
0: alcohol, by the way, in the airplanes anymore. I forgot about that.
1: Well, oh, I thought you could take them.
0: Ray, didn't you guys get yours taken up from you? You do. Yeah, you got to do it secretly. But you're oh, allowed to have see- airport Well, bottles. secretly you can try to get anything <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I just wonder how, when when he snapped into the episode. Like, I need to know. We need an update.
0: What's the most dramatic thing you've ever had happen to you on an airplane?
1: I know that I've had weird things. Th- the throwing up right in front of me. Um,
0: Lunchbuck, didn't you have th- yeah. a plane hit turbulence so hard that
1: oh, everything yeah. hit the
3: ceiling? Yeah, we were sitting there. We were dr- flying to Austin, and we were having some drinks, and it was Ray, Eddie, and myself. And, and it was kind of bumpy, and Ray goes, oh, we're going down, we're going down. And 30 seconds later boom, And we dropped a thousand feet. Everybody's drinks hit the ceiling and the beverage cart went all over the plane. And it was so scary.
0: Mine would be when the landing gear wouldn't come down and the pilot comes out of the front and has to unhinge the walkway and, and climb down there and hand crank the wheel down.
1: Yeah, that's scary.
0: He's like, we're all good. We're all good. Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't need to see anything over here. And he's cranking down the wheel because it wouldn't go through whatever the button was. And I'm like, oh, uh, this is not good. We're not going to make it. Yeah, that, I never had a weird person, though. There was couple. a woman doing yoga once in the aisle and everybody was freaking out. She they thought she was stretching. doing some ritual, but she was just doing yoga.
1: Yeah. We had that awkward couple it not too long ago and they were like awkwardly fighting in front of everybody. And it was really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we're in an airplane up in the sky. like stop fighting.
0: I had to divert to a different airport once. Because yeah. of fog. Because they were like, we can't land in our airport. We got to go somewhere else. And everybody starts screaming at the pilot like he wants to land in a different airport. You think know, the pilots up there were like, you know what, I'm bored. Why don't we just hit a, hit another airport 100 miles away? People are like going, come on. Because if chances are 3% less that you're going to make it, you're going to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm do anything ever happen to you on an airplane? Got to agree with Launch on that one. When uh, everybody's drinks hit the ceiling of the airplane and you want to hear or feel what it feels like to have your heart absolutely sink, that's it, man. When you drop out of the sky, it's crazier feeling than a roller coaster. Morgan?
3: Yeah, well, I was a person who threw up on a plane before. It was awful. I got really sick because I have bad, I don't know, I can't travel on planes really well. And I i caused a whole scene. All the flight attendants were around me. And, and <laughs> apparently you can't, like, throw up on a plane unless, and they are concerned about turning the plane around. And I'm like, no, like, really, I'm fine. Like, nothing's wrong with me. I just get really nauseous. And so I almost caused the plane to get turned around. I was like, please just keep going. Like, I'll throw up in my bag. I'll be good.
0: Oh, wow. I got food poisoning once flying down to Hawaii to do American Idol. Mm,
1: mm -hmm. With
0: about three hours to go, I got food poisoning. And I basically scrubbed the whole bathroom and then told the girl, I'll be in here for the next couple hours. If anyone comes to the door, no, I'm not coming out. She was like, got you. And then sometimes she'd go... How we doing? Oh. I was like, well, if I was <laughs> doing good, I would be out of here. Yeah. How do you think I'm doing? I'm not just
1: chilling in here. I know. She's yeah. probably just trying to be nice.
0: She was. She actually was.
1: The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number 2's 30 Second Skinny.
3: Congratulations to Morgan Wallen. He announced on social media that he's now a dad to a baby boy named Indy Walker. For CMA Best of Fest, Luke Bryan and Darius Rucker teamed up to perform John Mellencamp's song, Small Town, in an empty Nissan Stadium
0: while they were socially distanced from each other.
3: A ball in a small town. Marilyn to this small town. Now
2: she's small town, just like me.
3: Tucker Bethard opened up to his fans on Instagram sharing for the first time that he is a father to a two-year-old daughter named Sage. i And Morgan number two, that's your Skinny.
0: It's time
2: for the good news.
1: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: A pair of 10-year-old best friends in Massachusetts have been busy in the kitchen the last few months. They're not cooking up snacks for themselves. Daniel and Max have been creating perfect homemade dog treats baking them and deliver them to dog parents nearby they started doing it as a way to keep busy but now they're running a thriving small business and have used their profits to help others they split the money that comes in with Daniel Max and the Milton Food Pantry each getting 30% the other 10% goes to buy supplies so far, they've made hundreds of dollars of donations to the food pantry. They said, listen, they just like dogs and we're doing it for fun. But then they found a way to give back. And some people aren't able to get out and get dog food or treats because of COVID. And they found a lot of people that can use the dog snack. By the way, they're 10. Isn't that crazy? That is. Yeah, look at these kids. Love so it. shout out to Daniel and Max. They could be keeping all that money themselves too and they're not. But I thought that story was cool, so I wanted to share it with you guys. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
3: This story comes to us from Oregon. Police were trying to pull over Randy Lee, but it's a stolen vehicle. He's like, I'm out of here. He starts trying to flee, goes a few miles, and another car sees him flee and says, here, I'll stop him. Pulls their car out in front, and boom, they wreck. So he gets arrested. They run the license plate. The other car was stolen too. Girl driving it got arrested. I saw
0: that someone <laughs> in a stolen car hit the other person driving a stolen car.
1: What are the odds?
0: Why would you do either? One? They're just all idiots.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the and they probably you would cut someone off though. Maybe because they're all like, "Oh, I'm stealing a car," and yeah, then... I guess. Aww. Yeah,
0: there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs>
1: What's the article
0: you were talking about about the American dream?
1: Well, it was talking about whether about whether or not people believe in it or not. So typically people think of the American dream and they think it's hard work, sacrifice, taking risks rather than by chance. But so they were seeing where people fell. Do you think it's just luck or by chance or people really work for it? And a a poll found that 50 percent of us believe that the American dream is attainable and that it's due to hard work and stuff.
0: And the other half don't think it is.
1: Or, or Yeah, that's not attainable. It's like not even a thing. It's like if you get the American dream, great, good for you, but it's not a thing.
0: Well, I think we have to separate. First of all, there are people that are born into privilege and don't have to sacrifice to get. Right. I think I'll just use me as an example. I think I am the example of what you can do uh, if you really want to chase the American dream. I believe in the American dream. Very much so. I think uh, it's tougher for others for sure. I think it was. Well, tough. it was tough for you. I think yeah. it was tough for me. I think it's probably tougher for other folks too than it even was for me. You know, with, with my background, I, I was I grew up very poor. I had a mom who was a drug addict and a dad who left when I was five or six years old, and it wasn't easy. But the great thing about it is, all of those skills you learn in the struggle, they then later in life, you're just you have so many weapons that that you've developed. You know, at times I look back and go, especially now, I don't resent what happened to me anymore because it has prepared me for what I'm doing now, if that makes sense. I think I wouldn't be in a position now to do this show on a national level or to chase some of my other dreams if I hadn't gone through that. I also wouldn't have what is the strongest suit that I have, which is empathy because everybody can feel sorry for folks. But to actually understand what someone else is going through, like for me, I consider that my biggest asset because I know what it's like to be inside of the struggle and I know what it's like to come out of the struggle and I know what it's like to be told hey you probably aren't going to be able to do this because of where you come from and the resources that you don't have but I do believe in the American dream so much so that you know I talk to kids a lot about it It, it, and everybody wants something easy but it is hard work it is risks it is failing and I think people don't want to fail now I think it's embarrassing to fail I think No one wants to share that something didn't work out. I think that's a big part of it. Um, And it's not, you know, if you're going to get up and do it again, it's when you get up and do it again. But I do believe in it because I I've seen it happen in my life with me. And I'm not extremely talented. I'm not someone who has a a great gift of it. I'm not a good talker. And I have the biggest country morning show in the history of country music. And I'm not a good talker. Like I don't think someone would hear me speak and go, "That's the guy." at least how I phrase words or talk. I talk too fast. I, I jumble my words. Sometimes I don't say things as articulate as I'd like, but I don't think that's what got me here. So I'm a big proponent of the American dream. I'm in that 50% that says yes. If you want it bad enough, I don't care what it is, you can get it. And they're like, well, what if you're four foot two and you want to dunk? Okay, well, you can get a trampoline. Life isn't always about doing things exactly like other people have done it. It's also about finding ways, finding other paths, taking other paths to do it. So, uh, yeah, my answer is
1: yes, I believe in it. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. I mean, and, oh, you're an example for me of the American dream. So I feel like I haven't had near the challenges you have. So I think for me, certain things were set out. I had my parents weren't together. They were divorced. But I, my dad was always very supportive. Like we didn't ever want for anything. And he made sure that I went to college and that I – I almost wish sometimes that my parents had actually allowed me to struggle a little more. So I would have learned some stuff early on that I've kind of had to just teach myself.
0: Well, I think too, we get confused the American dream and thinking money. American dream is not money. The American dream is doing whatever fulfills you. You know, if it's being the best uh, te- teacher you could possibly be to affect the most people, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, for me, I wanted to do radio and TV on a level uh, that that I could talk to millions of people every day. You know, it's it's different for everyone. If it's being a mom, if it's being just a fantastic, like the American dream is.
1: So the fact that we have the ability to do whatever we want. And
0: And for some people, it's harder. Do it
1: freely. Some
0: people, you're deeper in a hole. Some people, you're starting down so much deeper than other folks have to start.
1: But That's what I mean. Like between us, like you started at such a different place But this is why I'm
0: lucky. This is why I would say I'm luckier than you. Although I went through a lot Uh, of crap. I am so strong now because of all the crap that I had to go through. A lot of our listeners are going through this. I think most of our listeners don't come from privilege. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You're so strong from what you've had to learn how to do out of necessity that once you kind of get to that even mark, that you're ready to go. You just got to get to that spot. You do have to take risks. You do have to fail. You do have to learn from those failures and then get up and do it again. And sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's embarrassing. I failed on massive stages before. So uh, American dream exists. I'm here to tell you the American dream exists. It's alive and well. It's, I don't know if it's well. I don't know if it's ever been well. It's alive. It's harder for some folks, but once you get back to even, it's easier for you then. You know, if there's, if there's a zero point in life where everyone's on the same spot, cause we're not, but if there's a zero point, the lower you are, the harder you have to work to get to zero, the stronger you are once you get there.
1: I think it's good for people to hear you say that you're not resentful of your not anymore. It used past. to be Yeah, I know. Used but to hate it. To hear it. that you've come out of that and that because there there might be somebody listening that that does have resentment for whatever they had to go through. But you can. It's up to you how you want to navigate that. Everybody's been through stuff. Like, Ooh. but how do you how do you want to use that in your life to make you better?
0: If you're listening to my voice right now, I'm here to tell you whatever you want to do, you can do it. It may not be the path. That you uh, it may not be the path that you want to take to get there, but you can you can do it. I have no doubt. I should be a statistic, and I'm not, and I refuse to let myself be. And so that's all. The American dream is alive and well, friends. Hit it.
1: Not well, it's alive.
0: <laughs> just- you, well, I just said that because you said that. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> there we go. Da, 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 da. USA USA. <laughs> Cops raided right this party because guests called and asked for a twenty meal order. Yeah, they called the KFC and ordered 20 meals at the same time. So think about that. 20 meals is basically 20 people. Yeah. You can't have a party with 20 people.
1: <gasps> oh, okay. I get it now. I was like, what? What are they doing wrong? Oh, wow. Too many. Yeah, you can't be gathered.
0: 16 fines, totaling so $26,000, caught people breaching lockdown restrictions, and they used them ordering 20 meals to get. Isn't that
1: crazy? Yeah, but. However, the cops even... How do they even know about the order? Did the person at KFC... I don't know. There's a rat them? somewhere.
0: <laughs> there's a rat for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Here's Peggy from Puerto Rico.
1: Morning, studio. We have a
2: comment about Bobby leaving the toilet seat up because we think we caught him in a lie. Supposedly, he is Mr. Germaphobe and always puts the seat down before he flushes because of all those particles that go on his toothbrush... But now, since Caitlin fell into the toilet, we know he's a liar. And
1: shout out to Raymundo, because girls also yell,
2: No!
0: <laughs> I said, I do put the seat down 90% of the time. What am I, perfect? No, you're not. No. No, no, not at all. Um, so I don't know that was a lie, but I, I do keep the seat down when I remember. I go, boop, and put it down. I don't yeah. even know that I left it up, honestly.
1: And honestly, I think you've you've even, depending on which bathroom you're in, Sometimes the toilet is nowhere near where your toothbrush is. So you may not be doing that. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: I don't think I lied. I think I just I probably forgot yeah. one day. Yeah, same. But okay. I would always keep the lid down. I had told her that you said that you've peed on the lid before. And she was like, what is she doing?
1: <laughs> she hasn't done that. <laughs> what? I thought you were going to tell her and she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I've done that. She before. said, how does she not
0: feel the lid when she's sitting on it? Same I said, thing. well, apparently, did- I, said, I said, apparently, she pees before she hits the lid. And she goes, huh. Well, Uh, wait
1: till she, she's young. You know, it's, you hit a certain point. Well, Morgan's peed on the lid. Well then, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, also too, with age, there, something happens where you just, you just start peeing faster than you planned.
0: Uh, Peggy in Puerto Rico, thank you for your call. You can always call us 877-77-BOBBY. I know it's disappointing, but I am not perfect.
1: I know. When you are pricked, do you believe? Yeah.
0: Pick me. I bleed.
1: Yeah.
2: blood's red.
0: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: So Disney World reopened last week and they have a new policy. If you want a photo of yourself riding a ride and you're not wearing a mask, they're not selling it to you. So it's like part of their plan of enforcing people to wear masks.
0: You know, the thing people do now at these photo, you know, there's the end of the ride and you go and you see all the photos and you can buy them. They put them up and there are numbers over them and you go, I'll take number 32 because I'm in it. But what people are doing now is they take their phones out real quick and they take a picture of the picture Mm -hmm. and then they have it. Yeah. Kind of a a slick but dirty move.
1: I know. Like, I'm sure that they're going to come up with a way to... Blot, like put something across it to where if you take it, it's not going to be as special. And
0: I don't know that I want to buy a photo of me in a mask on a ride because right, the, the thing is like,
1: ah! Yes, but I was watching something on the news of a amusement park. I don't know if it was in Japan or somewhere, but the they were encouraging people to please have fun on the rides, wear your mask, and scream in your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, how are you just, just scream with your mouth closed in your heart? Like, I don't know. But that's, that's part of their plan of trying to get people to wear masks at the amusement park.
0: I don't think that many people want to buy a picture anyway, but good for them for trying something.
1: I saw they're having these relaxation zones at the Disney parks where you can, like, go to this certain area and remove your mask and relax. But I'm like, who else is relaxing there? <laughs>
0: Huh, that doesn't defeat the purpose unless you're like alone in a tube that gets scrubbed every time.
1: Listen, I don't know, but that's what it's called. If you're at Disney and you see a relaxation zone, you can take your mask off. So Randy Hauser doesn't think it's fair that people wearing masks can pack tightly into airplanes while concert halls are sitting empty. He posted a comparison of photos online and then he said, I have questions. Anybody else see a problem? And Jason Aldean replied, yeah, I mean I can he used a bad word, but yeah, he clearly feels the same way as Al, as Randy Hauser and then Miranda Lambert said same thing. Also used sort of a bad word, so you some people are pretty passionate about this.
0: Well, listen, I would love live music to come back. Mm-hmm. The only way to get live music back is to wear a mask, friends. I think if they could separate everybody like they do on a, on an airplane now where there are no middle seats and people are wearing masks, I think you would see more people being able to do shows.
1: Well, yeah, if they would yes, really They're get- not
0: going to. They're going to they're
1: not doing that. The middle seat thing?
0: No, I'm talking about uh concert. Uh, it, but oh. here's the thing too about a theater. A theater costs so much to run. If you only sell a quarter of the tickets cuz I would, when I would tour, if you only sell a quarter of the tickets, they lose money. It's not like all ticket money is is profit. So it takes a lot of money to get a show going, and if you're not selling enough tickets and you got to remember, you got to pay everybody working there, you got to pay the band, you got to pay the guarantee for the artist, which ain't cheap.
1: Well, and I would think like a huge way for venues to make money would be on alcohol, and then if people, which I mean, people can drink, but then they have to lift up their mask.
0: And then don't forget too, you have billion dollar companies, airlines, yeah. that have access to the government, going, we need to go, because mm-hmm. I don't think flying on an airplane is probably the safest thing either.
1: No, but, and also too, some people. I think um, it's a
0: little irresponsible for him to tweet that. By the way, you Just, do. Yeah, I do, because yeah. he has a point, but. The point is our system is broken and airlines are getting billions of dollars to, first of all, get themselves out of trouble while schools aren't. Everyone's like, should we send kids back to school? And I say yes, but we need to build the infrastructure to keep them safe. And they're not getting funded. So we have a bunch of schools that aren't getting the money while airlines are getting billions of dollars to keep themselves back in business because they have uh, folks that can, can actually speak to people to make the decisions. So it's it's apples and oranges. I do think it's irresponsible for Randy to tweet this. I also think that he's right.
1: Right. I agree.
0: So, with
1: but he's not right mm-hmm. in that
0: they should have concerts now because they're Right.
1: You're right with the whole it's ap- apples and oranges. Yes,
0: it's two different things. Mm-hmm. When you're connected to a, the government, that's why it's all about people who have privilege and who don't. If you know somebody or you're rich, you can make things happen. And if you don't, you can't. And airlines are getting billions of dollars because of that.
1: And by the way, they're selling the middle seat.
0: Well, I, I think now they're about you're about to see that not happen <laughs> at all. But well, yes, they have not they, they have been kind of lying a little bit. Yeah.
1: No, I was on a flight that was like totally packed. I couldn't even believe it. So, I mean, they need to stop selling middle seat, but they're not.
0: Well, we need to have all convertible airplanes so that <laughs> Corona can go out of the top of the airplane. Sure, I don't know sure. how that's going to work.
1: Yeah. You, okay. You come up with that. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That
0: was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
1: With Amy. Tell me something good. So the Baylock family from Tennessee, they are heroes down in Panama City Beach because they were just hanging out as a family, having some fun in the sun. When they look over and see someone struggling to swim, turns out it was a whole group of people that were in need in the ocean. So her family, they ran out and they ended up rescuing Six people from the ocean that were drowning. Wow! Were they like a boat that capsized or something? I don't know. The rescuers get a hole in it. The family, the rescuers—they say that they were in the right place at the right time, and that it's a reminder that even in these strange times, people are still looking out for one another.
0: What's crazy is they all six jumped in to save people, and they all got out, and nobody was hurt. Yeah, that's wild, man. Mm -hmm. It's a good story, though. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. (laughs) All right, let's hear from Sonny in Chicago.
3: Morning, studio. Thanks for turning me on the presidential from one quiz bowl captain, high school quiz bowl captain to another. Bye, guys.
0: Thank you very much for the call. Uh, First of all, yes, I love the podcast, Presidential. It is extremely nerdy. And I believe now, let me see what president I'm on right now. Because I listened to some more last night while I was uh, playing 2K. I am listening to John Tyler. Because he took over whenever that? William Henry Harrison died <laughs> oh. after like 30 days in office. Mm. First president to ever have to jump in. First accidental president. Uh, over to Amy with the morning corny now.
1: <laughs> the morning corny. Which state has the most pirates?
0: Arkansas.
1: That's it. Are, what is this? Uh, the investigative corny? No,
0: but I was just thinking about it. I'm going to Arkansas this weekend. Mm-hmm. I, tell on, that
1: one when you get there. You're
0: welcome. I'm from Arkansas. I plan to eventually be back in Arkansas. If what?
1: you run for governor, you should tell that from the stage Win people over. With what jokes. if I,
0: <laughs> what if on my gubernatorial inauguration mm-hmm. I have everybody dressed as a pirate? Yeah. It's like the theme Arr! and every time I say something the good, we do Kinsall. that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay.
1: Well, that, that's the joke Oh, there we go. <laughs> 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 that
0: was the morning corny after we finish the show Friday we're driving back over I gotta find a place over there cause if I'm gonna run if I'm gonna run I have to have a place I don't have to legally live there yet cause I've already lived there my whole life but I gotta have a place and I plan to be there a lot more so heads up everybody awesome less of me here more of me there are you nervous about that yet or no?
1: No, I'm I'm accepting of it. So I'm not nervous. I guess I'm nervous for you to go through something like that cuz I think it's pretty grueling, you know? Like putting yourself out there. Politics is just bleh, So I get nervous for you in that sense, but no, I mean if if you're going on to do amazing things like that, then I'm okay with if whatever happens with us. Like it'll it's a bummer, but you can go and help people.
0: Yeah, my goal has always been to climb to the top of the mountain so I can reach back down and pull others up with me. That's it. That's been my goal.
1: I mean, I can't hold you back from that. What am I supposed to say? Don't go help people. Stay here and do the radio show.
0: (laughs) Someone asked me on my Instagram story, like, what would I do? If I were to, first thing that I would do. Yeah. And I was like, uh, try to get everybody a living wage in Arkansas. Like, people are working 50 hours a week and can't even pay rent and buy groceries. That would be priority number one because we were that family that couldn't afford it, and we had to do food stamps and welfare. That so that would be the the first thing. But we'll see. Maybe it doesn't happen. But I got to be ready just in case it does. You know?
1: Yeah. All right. And I guess I'll do, we got to figure out what we're gonna do to be ready.
0: This is the Amy Brown Show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know. <laughs> so Mike D, who writes basically all of our games here on the show, uh, he was out with his girlfriend yesterday. Yeah. Where were you? We were uh, taking a hike. And what happened? Uh, We were leaving and we walked by this family and they were trying to take a family photo and they couldn't get each other in the selfie. So they asked if I would take a picture for them and I felt weird about it because I didn't want to touch their phone. So I was like, I'd rather not. And they look at me kind of weird and then I just walked away awkwardly. What do you think, Aim?
1: I mean, I think that they have to understand. I mean, we're dealing, we're in a pandemic right now. I think it's okay to say, sorry, I can't take your picture.
0: So I think it's okay for you to say that. I think you should have said, hey, I'd rather not, I just don't want to touch anybody's phone right now, taking precautions. Yeah. But you didn't do that, right? No, I was like, I don't want to, I'm I'm okay. Got to go. Got to go. And so they did look at you weird? Yeah, they looked at me weird and I was like, I I just didn't want to touch their phone. I didn't want to get close to them. I think all that's fair. I probably would have said, hey, I'd rather not, not because you look like a fine family. I just don't want to touch anybody's phone right now. Do you have a mask on? Yeah. Did they? Uh, no, they didn't. What would you have done? You said yes or no. What would you have done? Because I probably would have, though.
1: I know. I'm uh, you're thinking... fine to say
0: that. Okay. You're absolutely in your, that's totally cool. I think I probably would have, though.
1: I think I probably would, yeah. I'd just wash my hands right after that. And sanitize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just, I mean, we shouldn't. We shouldn't... Let's just not put people in that position right now. So, like, I get it, trying to take a family photo, but we shouldn't How many of them ask- were in the
0: freaking picture? They couldn't fit each other. It was four people. That's it. You can fit four people in a photo. Nah, they could
1: Time to bust out your selfie sticks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the rise of selfie stick again? Yeah. Yeah, you're fine if okay. you're worried about that. You thought you. you it was rude or not? I no? felt like a jerk, yeah. Yeah. I think if you would have just said, hey, I'd rather not with COVID, you get it, right? That... Because I'll do that if people want to shake hands. Because still people reach their hand down and I'm like, oh, not for me. Not in Corona land. I'll make a little joke. So I think as long as you say why, you're fine. Okay. Would you have done it at lunchbox?
3: No chance. I would act like I didn't hear them. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. Just keep on
0: walking. <laughs> I think I would have said, yes, I'll take it. And then what I'll do if I touch something, I'll keep my hands away from my face the whole time. And then wash them. Cause mm-hmm. then I do it, and I say no, and someone's on my Instagram, or there's a blog about how Bobby Bones thinks he's such a cool guy. He won't take a family's picture. True. And I don't want that to you happen. To deal with
1: that. But yeah. then you can't. You can't be Bobby Bones. Just contracted coronavirus for, exactly. taking, a <laughs> for taking a family photo. Exactly. Taking a family
0: photo. <laughs> I know. Uh, everybody wear your mask. Just as a reminder, wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. So this woman was having to see her husband through the nursing home window. Much like you have to see your dad through his assisted living window, yeah, because you can't touch anyone that's in. Because right. you're older and you get COVID.
1: You, Odds aren't good.
0: Yeah, it, it's definitely not good. The older you are. So I, I saw this story where this woman takes a job as a dishwasher in a nursing home just so she could see her husband. Aww. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the sweetest. Listen to this. For
0: 114 days, this was as close as Mary Daniel and her husband Steve could get. I'm you hug real soon. Then she learned the nursing home needed a dishwasher.
3: In dishwasher it is. You know, whatever you've got available, I'll take.
1: What was that moment like when you got to see him in person?
3: I knocked on his door. I mean, obviously,
1: he's not expecting me. And Mary was the first thing he said. And came over and gave me. We had just had a really great hug. We both started crying.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: So that's his wife? Yeah. Okay. So he lives in a nursing home, but she doesn't? Right. Okay.
0: Huh. Yeah, because he has uh, early, early onset. Oh,
1: dementia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but yeah, so she was going to see him, and, oh, but man. she had to stop seeing him.
1: That's so special. Here's the other clip. She continues
0: to get tested for COVID and has to work hard, but she shows up with a smile and a message for her husband.
3: He is deeply loved and that he will never be
0: alone.
1: And that's
3: the best gift that I can give him for the rest of his life. Isn't
0: that crazy? Yeah. Would you think about doing that to go see your
1: dad? Yeah. If I had the way a way to, if I didn't have a job and I had the time, because, I mean, then you have to be really careful and I wasn't around other people, then, yeah, I would try to do that. My dad would love it. In fact, if he hears the stories and be like, what's up? Why isn't anybody trying to get a job up in can- here to see me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What's the deal with being able to see him?
1: Well, they're starting outdoor visits, but, like, I can't take the kids. Only two adults can visit him at a time. So it would be like me alone or me and my husband. And we have to still social distance, but we'll be able to be outside with him. And then it's only three days a week, like in the middle of the work week, in the middle of the work day. So I'm kind of confused. What about some people who have legit work hours? We're a morning show, so I can make it there before they shut it down. But I just feel bad for people trying to visit loved ones that can't make it in the 11 to 4 window. just seems, I guess they're probably learning. And as they learn, they'll expand the hours. But I'm just thankful for it. My dad's pumped. Can your kids see him? No. Not outside. Only through the window.
0: I was going to tell you, in just a second, these knuckleheads here prank called Eddie's not here because Eddie's sick. He may have COVID. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But they prank called Eddie yesterday. Let me play a song.
1: Y'all want to prank call my dad next? (laughs) You're getting out. Just kidding.
0: It's <laughs> like no, that's funny. We could. The Bobby Bones Show. In the next segment, we'll talk to Eddie, our video producer, who's been sick. He's out. He got a COVID test. He's waiting for him to call him. And if they call him and he answers, he's got it. If they email him, he doesn't. So what Lunchbox did yesterday, they prank called him and said that they were a nurse and they he had it.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Here's right. the, here's a clip of it. Hello.
2: Hi, is this Mister? Yes. Hi, my name is Lisa What? Can you verify your date of birth
1: for me, please? So they do this whole thing. I'm
0: not going to play the whole call. But they they do the whole thing where they convince Eddie he has COVID. And Eddie's like, I got it. Oh, I got kids. That's so wrong. And then here's a clip of Lunchbox calling him back. Telling him he's an idiot. Hello?
3: Dude, you just got boxed, full. You (laughs) ain't got corona, you idiot. Ah!
0: Okay. So then Eddie gets mad. It's a whole thing. There's a whole thing that happened <laughs> yesterday after the show, but we're gonna, we're gonna get Eddie on next. Okay. And see how he's feeling. So what his symptoms are today? He's not in again today, obviously. But low, too low, or funny when Lunchbox calls that tell Eddie he has COVID.
1: I I think if Eddie was just living by himself, really really funny, just kind of funny and really low, because he has four kids and a wife.
0: We'll see how Eddie feels about it. We'll do that okay. coming up next. <laughs> All right, our video producer, Eddie, is on, who the guy's prank called him yesterday and told him he had corona. Eddie? Yeah. Did that, you blo- that was
2: not funny, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, what would you think about that?
2: It was terrible. It was bad taste. Like, I don't know what you guys played, but did you play the part where I just hung up? Because I was pissed.
0: <laughs> yes, we did. It did
2: it It was just dumb it was dumb like i i really thought it was serious i I thought it was the real call and i'm like oh great well here we go like (laughs) that's it and then lunchbox calls back and i was so furious did you have a conversation with him afterward no 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 no. he just texted me said sorry blah 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 and i just said whatever you're good that
0: was nice of him (laughs) I, i tried to call him back and he
3: just went he declined it and went straight to voicemail
1: like, Eddie, are you like you were really you're really, really mad or you're just kind of it's part of you kind of like how it's kind of funny.
2: Well, well, no, I wasn't. It wasn't funny at all, because, I mean, at that moment when they were calling, I was like, all right, that's it. Well, there we go. I've got covid. This is terrible. And hey. I felt like a big loser and I felt irresponsible and I felt, you know, like a like a fool. And then the prank call. So well,
1: first of all, people that get Coronavirus or COVID 19 or whatever you want to call it, they're not losers, Eddie, and not they're not irresponsible. Not Some people Some are. <laughs> Some people. But Eddie yes. went
0: to a beach where it's Corona Central.
1: Yeah. But, yeah.
0: So, I mean, yeah.
2: Could, and I understand how it'll look. Like, if I get Corona, if it comes back positive, I understand how, how it will look and it'll be terrible. Like, I, I hate that. I hate that my actions are going to reflect that. So, you
0: have no results back of your real <laughs> test?
2: No, nothing. But so, so guys, I have good news and I have bad news.
0: Okay, give us the good news first.
2: The good news is I feel great. The body aches are gone. The congestion in my chest is starting to come up. I'm coughing it out. My headache's gone. I feel great. Okay, and the bad news. I lost my smell.
1: (gasps) I thought I just saw what I said. Oh, Oh Oh my God. Eddie. Eddie. Oh, Oh Eddie. No, that's like, that's okay
2: news versus
0: (laughs) holy crap, you have it. You just need to go Uh ahead and
1: accept the fact that I think you have it.
2: I I, want to do that. Oh, my God. I I Googled respiratory infections, upper respiratory infections. Loss of smell is a main symptom.
1: So you think you just have an upper respiratory infection, not...
2: That would be the
1: alternative. The yes. virus.
2: <sighs> oh, man. Crazy, right? Like, I, like after I hung up with you guys yesterday, I took a shower, and I got the the body wash, and I was like, I can't smell that. Oh, And I got no. the shampoo, oh. and I couldn't smell the shampoo, and then I tried cologne, and I couldn't smell the cologne.
0: I'm going to have to That's shift intense. mine to he doesn't have it until he does.
1: Welcome to the club. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, are you, what are you doing to? Do you
3: feel bad ha- for prank calling him now? Well, I mean, I think that call call hit a little closer to home now.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Well, what oh, about man. your your wife? She's sleeping in a different room. Yeah. Okay.
2: As as of two days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I did not expect that to be the thing.
2: Yeah, oh, I what? know. I so, oh. I mean, it, it's crazy too. I remember when we talked to Jen Wayne on the phone, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy. That's got to be the craziest feeling to not be able to smell." Dude, it is the craziest feeling.
0: You can't... What well, about you, taste? Yeah, what about taste?
2: Taste is there. I can taste everything.
3: Beat. Oh, that took a turn.
0: Oh. Well, we'll see you tomorrow here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. And I keep refreshing my email, too, and there's not, no results yet.
1: Because they'll email you if it's negative right. and call you if it's positive. Well, now he's going
0: to be afraid to answer any call because he's going to think it's somebody prank calling him.
2: Well, no, they wouldn't do that again, right? No, you, no, would, you would think, but no, you
1: yeah, They I
0: won't mean,
2: do that again.
1: You never know.
0: All right, well, got boxed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are you isolated? I don't know what to say to him. I thought this—I honestly thought he was going to come out of this, and he didn't have it, and we were going to promote getting tested, and then I didn't think he was going to go. Well, got good news and bad news. Uh, the bad news is uh, I saw
2: a run over squirrel.
0: No, wait, dude, no. I <laughs>
2: I mean really the good news is I am feeling better. Like I I had body aches and I was tired. I'm not tired anymore
0: All right, I'm afraid if I talk to you too long. I'm gonna get on the phone
2: (laughs) Don't be dumb. Stop Uh, Did you just cough? uh, Oh, yeah, I'm clearing my throat because I have congestion. Yeah
0: Well, I guess we'll bid you a fond farewell here. I hope you feel better.
2: Guys, guys, we're still friends, right? Yeah, we'll call you later. Yeah. yeah so,
1: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Eddie, you would be our closest friend that got diagnosed.
2: Yeah, I know. We haven't. I know, se- but I haven't, we, I haven't seen you
0: guys in two weeks. Yeah, so we wouldn't have to isolate ourselves.
1: Right. I right. haven't seen
0: Eddie since he went to Florida in a wild trip. He <laughs> it wasn't a wild trip. Girls gone wild, part two. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh.
0: All right, man. That's it. All right. Get, get
2: better. Guys, I thought it was good news. Okay, all right.
0: Did you think you were going to tell us you couldn't smell? We were going to be like, oh, that's nothing, Eddie. You're better.
2: No, I mean, the, the, when I couldn't smell, that's when I got really worried. But then when I found the upper respiratory symptoms, I'm like, okay, I still have a chance.
0: I think you could Google anything in any combination, and if you wanted to, associate any illness with you.
2: True. Yeah, You're probably
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, let, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, all, all right. right. There he is, Eddie, who may have... COVID may not. I may be on your side now. I think he has it.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy crap. It's time for the good news
1: with Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
3: Police officer Joshua Gonzalez got a call mobile home on fire in Texas. So he responds to the scene. There's a mobile home on fire. There's an off duty firefighter like, there's people inside. We got to go. Off-duty firefighter goes in and gets the two adults, and the cop goes in and gets the eight-year-old boy all out unharmed. And then the eight-year-old boy is like, "Man, I'm really sad. My football cleats were in there." Cop
0: Joshua bought him new football cleats. I thought you were gonna say he ran in after the football cleats. I was no, gonna say no, no. He just
3: bought the new cleats. He said, "That's crazy going there for the cleats."
0: <laughs> Man, okay, that's good. That's heroes right there. That's an awesome story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out. Send us an email if you'd like. Sometimes we'll read them on the air. Let's open it up. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, guys. My name is Kim. I'm a longtime listener, and I hoped you would give me a little advice on your show. My husband and I are still working from home. He's around a lot more. It's great. He takes kids out every day, plays with them, even plays with our other neighborhood kids that come down the street to play with us. With that said, one of our neighbors has a full-time nanny who's been with them since the fall. She comes with the kids to play with our kids all the time. It's never been a problem. But I have noticed that since my husband's been out there with them, she's wearing makeup, she's dressing nicely, she's very flirtatious with the husband. He even jokes about it with me, but I'm starting to lose my patience. The other day, she ran her hand through his hair and told him she really likes his haircut. She once felt his bicep to admire it. I'm at the point I might have a talk with that family because it's really getting to me. Should I talk to them or her directly? What do you think? Signed Kim. That's funny. If a woman ever puts her hand through a guy's hair, she's into him, right? And
1: squeezes his bicep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not about the other family or the nanny. It's about your husband. Yeah,
1: that's what exactly what I was going to say. Is start the conversation should start there. But I mean, uh, he can't help if a girl. Yes, he can. Oh, does he water swat her hand away? He
0: can say to her, "Hey, you shouldn't do that. My wife would get upset." Like he can. Or I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can handle that business. Okay. My advice to you is to have the talk that you just had with us with your husband and say, I know you've been kidding about it, but it really makes me feel uncomfortable. Because sometimes when, when I do something or I say something and Caitlin doesn't like it, she doesn't get mad at me. She goes, hey, that really makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. I didn't look at it from your eyeballs. I look at it as just a general thing that happens. I weigh it. Should you, should you react? But I go, okay, when I see your perspective, I, I may not agree with it, but at least I can respect it. Mm-hmm. So I would say the conversation is with your husband not with the nanny, not with the family. You?
1: I agree. You start with the husband, and then you see where yeah, it goes and what continues. But I say it starts there.
0: There's no reason to go to the nanny. Yeah. She has no allegiance to anybody. Okay. Just handle it in your house. It's like most problems. You can handle it close. It'll The rest of it will all go away. Maybe it's the husband to say something to her the next time. Like, hey, that really makes me feel uncomfortable if you touch me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably don't, though. Probably makes him feel... What?
1: You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. We don't even know what any of these people look like.
0: Yeah, you're right. I don't. Sometimes yeah. I want to email back be like, can we send me a picture so I can <laughs> put a face on this email? Uh, yeah. Hey, Morgan, if people want to send us an email, what do they do?
3: Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All
0: right, close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Did you see the new Ford Bronco?
1: Yeah, I kind of want to get one.
0: I know you love a Bronco. This is
1: my first car. I think it's just a nostalgic thing for me.
0: They did a whole special on TV where they were like, all right, here's the new Ford Bronco. Then they released them, and then you could put like 100 bucks down and reserve one. Mm-hmm. So three years after Ford announced it was on the way, the new Bronco, they look really cool. It's
1: pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The midsize SUV unveiled on Monday night as a direct competitor to the Jeep Wrangler. You know it's inspired by the old Bronco and I know you had one. Yours was what color?
1: Red and what, tan.
0: What year was it? It was
1: 1985. So this l- look is kind of I had a square front and but this it's a little more retro looking than mine was. The what they're m- modeling or mimicking.
0: Oh, Morgan's a big Jeep girl. She's getting offended over there.
1: <laughs> I'm not offended. I just really like
3: Jeeps. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I would go to the Ford Bronco, but my dad has a Ford, so yeah. we have both in the family.
0: They're pretty cool. If you want to look it up, just Google Ford Bronco. This is not a commercial or anything, no. but uh, I thought they were pretty cool. I've been listening to a podcast about presidents, and I learned how William Henry Harrison died of pneumonia, uh, typhoid, 31 days into his term, and I mentioned that on the show. Shortest president ever. Not by height, but by term. And so, I said, isn't that crazy about William Henry Harrison? And you said...
1: I have no idea who that is.
0: Right. You'd never even heard he was a president. Mm-mm. So, I'll give you the name. You tell me if it's a president or the name of a classic rocker. Okay. Okay? A little presidential music, please. So, this will be either a president or the lead singer of a classic rock band. Okay. Zachary Taylor.
1: What? Zach Taylor. Zachary Taylor. Order the hand. Oh, that's Hanson.
0: <laughs> Zach.
1: Zach. Go ahead. Okay. Um, mm, the president?
0: You don't sound sure. I, I'm not. Just straight guess?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Zachary Taylor is the 12th president of the United States. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jim Morrison. Is
1: that Van Morrison?
0: No, Van Morrison's Brown Eye Girl.
1: Jim Morrison is a rocker. Are you guessing? Yes.
0: Uh, Jim Morrison's the lead singer of The Doors. Woo! Maybe you know this song here. Light my fire. Okay. Come on, baby, light my song. Yes. Okay. President or classic rocker? Roger Daltrey.
1: Chris Daltrey?
0: No, Roger Daltrey.
1: I know, I'm just telling you what comes okay. to Okay. Roger Daltrey. I have never heard of him in any capacity, so I'm going to go with President.
0: Roger Daltrey is the lead singer of oh. The Who. <laughs> Do we have any Roger presidents ever?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to think of other famous Rogers. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> uh, Roger Gadol.
0: Roger McDonald. Who's that? Uh, Roger Gadol is the commissioner NFL. Oh.
1: Okay. I, <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> Let
0: me know if there are any Roger presidents. What?
1: Why do we say Roger, Roger that?
0: I don't know. That's your husband's specialty. Okay. Uh, how about Chester Arthur?
1: That's got to be a president.
0: The twenty-first president, Chester Arthur. Okay. How about Ronnie Van Zant?
1: Sounds like a rocker. Ronnie Van Zant. A rocker.
0: The lead singer of Leonard Skinner.
1: Oh. Yeah. Sweetheart.
0: All right, president or rock star? Uh, James Hetfield.
1: That sounds like a president. If you're a rocker and your last name is (laughs) Hetfield, (laughs) you would change it, right?
0: James Hetfield, the lead singer of Metallica.
1: Oh! (laughs) Okay, no offense. Is he still alive?
0: He is still alive. Okay, my
1: bad. JK, Uh, (laughs) JK.
0: Benjamin Harrison.
1: Benjamin Harrison. So there was a William Harrison... Because he was the president that was 30 days, right?
0: That was William Henry Harrison, yes.
1: Well, God. Benjamin Harrison. I just don't know that there was a Benjamin Harrison. There couldn't be two Harrison presidents. Unless they were related. But then I think the only related is the Adams and then the Bushes. I'm going to go with Rocker.
0: Benjamin Harrison was the lead singer of the United States, the 23rd president.
1: Oh, <laughs> Shoot. I'm an idiot. Are they related? Is he related to William?
0: Uh, I haven't got to him yet. Kay. He's the 23rd president. I'm on like nine or 10 right now.
1: Okay.
0: Let's do a couple more. Rob Halford. A president or a rock star? President. Uh, he's the lead singer of Judas Priest. Here you go. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law.
1: This is not a very the law. hardcore name.
0: Breaking the law. If you act hardcore, you don't need a hardcore name. One more Paul Stanley. A former U.S. president or a rock star? President. Paul Stanley is the president of the Kiss fan club.
1: He's the lead
0: singer of Kiss.
1: I'm really good at this.
0: (laughs) It's funny, though. Uh, How about uh, Millard Fillmore? President. Okay. Right? Yeah. Calvin Calvin Coolidge. What number? 13. Okay. Calvin Coolidge.
1: I've heard of him. He's either a president or
0: well, yeah that's the game president or a rocker or go ahead
1: but I mean I've heard of him. No 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 is that a is that a DJ? Calvin Harris.
0: <laughs> when I met you in the summer <laughs>
1: Calvin Coolidge is the president. It's a president. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Franklin Pierce. Rocker.
0: President, 14th president. Jeez. Andrew Johnson.
1: I know Andrew Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson.
0: Rocker. Rocker? -Rocker. He's a president. 70th president.
1: How many? 17th. Oh, after Lincoln? Yeah. Lincoln was 16.
0: There you go. See, he hit us with knowledge we didn't even ask for. You gave us that bonus knowledge.
1: Well, I don't want to come across like I don't know anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have Eddie back on, because I got a question, Eddie, about us. Which, by the way, if you missed this segment a minute ago, Eddie says he's lost his smell now. He's home because he's been sick. He may have COVID. We don't know.
1: He went to Florida.
0: But, it, yeah, yeah. And then he tried to smell a cologne. He tried to... All kinds of stuff. hmm But, Eddie, you're okay. You feel okay, though, right?
2: I feel great. I feel the best right now that I've ever felt.
0: Just no smell. Are you trying every hour? Like, do you ever just go and grab things and go, come on, baby, come on, baby?
2: <laughs> yeah, so, like, whenever my wife brings me food, I'll smell it and, like, Nothing.
0: But all your taste is still there. The taste is good. Okay. Well, here's the question I got. This is a, I did a QA and a on Instagram and someone said, hey, if you and Eddie were at a beach together and needed suntan lotion on your backs, <laughs> would you, <laughs> would you put it on each other if there was no one else around? Yes. I think yes too. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Like I think yeah, Eddie, there's no question. There, I have no. I, I would lather Eddie up, no problem.
2: Yep. Even if there were a bunch of people around.
0: Well, I think their point is, if your wife's or your girlfriend wasn't with you, would you put yeah. it on each other's back?
2: Okay. I feel like we've done something like this. Like I don't know if it was sun, <laughs> I don't know if it was like sun lotion or sunblock or whatever, but I feel like we've done some stuff like that. Because I mean, we travel a lot together, and we need things like. Hey, can you do this for me? Can you scratch my back or something? Yeah. Lunchbox, would you lather up Eddie or myself?
3: (laughs) No. No. No, 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 no. Like, you can put your shirt back on or one sunburn is not going to kill you.
0: So if I was like, hey, man, I really need some suntan lotion on my back. No chance. What about top of my neck? Like, my neck. (laughs) No. You can
1: get that far. Well, you
0: can reach your neck. No, but I want him to do it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what if, like or what if you had a like a crick in your neck? Would you Oh
3: uh, would you massage a neck? No, yeah. You want to no. massage my neck for me? I, I, no. And and it's so weird that's cause sunscreen, it's kinda oily, so you're like oiling the person up. So uh uh uh
0: not touching you. I think I've given Eddie a neck massage
3: before. See that's
2: your problem. For sure. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we've done that before.
0: Well guys that, don't do that. So, right, Raymundo, would you lather me up? I would lather you up. And actually, when we were in the pool in Vegas, I lathered Lunchbox up. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) So he's a taker, not a giver. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Lunchbox has something to say. He's right. Go ahead.
3: Listen, it was Corona time. I'd been drinking, and I, I was. there was two <laughs> ladies next to me. Uh-huh. You've
1: been drinking. There
3: was two ladies next to me, and I was like, man, I could ask them, but I've been so careful about not getting corona. And Ray was like, hey, man, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, man. So when I, you're drinking, though. I, and I, so here's the thing. That was never supposed to come out. <laughs> that was never supposed <laughs> to come out of his mouth. Like That was supposed to be like a, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and he just ruined everything that we built. That what, hurt. What'd you build? What kind of secret things are you guys doing that you're worried no, about? No, no, Like, bro code. Like, okay, dude, you hooked me up in Vegas. Like, thank you so much. Like, I didn't get sunburned, but man, I would. I didn't do it to him. I made other the other that's guy. That's what he
1: just said. You're I, a taker, not a giver.
3: That's fine. <laughs> so it's okay to take it. No, it, listen. You I'm can not, receive I, it. No, no, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> it's the first time in my
0: life, and it'll be the last time
3: but man you
0: were more comfortable because you've been drinking
3: yes I was like okay and we were kind of off to the side so maybe people wouldn't notice yeah okay
0: Um, but to answer your question yes Eddie and I would lotion each other's back for sure Raymundo is also like us no problem yep and Lunchbox would not do it unless he says do as he says not as he does
1: Right. Yeah. But if there's like alcohol, yeah, if who knows. knows? Who knows what he <laughs> yeah. Anything could happen.
0: <laughs> Get a couple of white claws in that guy. <laughs> All rules are off, man. All right, Eddie. Uh,
2: thank you. Feel better. Hey, guys, call me back whenever. I'm just stuck in my room for the next, I don't know how many days. So are you I'm here. quarantined, though, without your wife and kids? Yes, man. I'm in my room. I've got like, PlayStation, TV, food comes three meals a day. Wait,
1: this sounds like oh, you're heaven.
2: Yeah,
3: it sounds like you're
2: just You're like living it, it up.
1: I think he wait, can you really smell?
0: Nah, no, I can't smell.
1: What if he's like, oh tomorrow he's like, hey guys, lost my taste. I have to stay in here 14 days. Sorry.
0: <laughs> but you're playing PlayStation and eating all day. That's amazing. And he doesn't yeah. have
1: to take care of his kids. On my bed. <laughs> I think I might get coronavirus. <laughs>
0: So if I hit you up after work to play PlayStation on a headset, can you play? I'm in. I got all day, dude. Let's go.
1: Wow, he usually can't play
0: until two in the morning because right. of his kids. Correct. Well, what do they think about not having the ability to play the PlayStation?
2: Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of upset about that, but they don't they don't know my situation.
0: Mm. Okay, oh, they, they don't. No, they I guess that'd be death, scary for just them. Just yeah. Are you building yeah. up your basketball character?
2: Oh yeah, man, I'm I'm getting better. I've been playing a bunch of rec games over and over and over.
0: That's what we do. We play rec games. All right, Eddie, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye, guys. All right, no, I'm in a basketball game. I'm here, too. I guess I'll talk to you soon here. All right, see you, Eddie.
1: This is a Bobby Bones show. Bobby Bones.
0: (laughs) An easy way to reduce your worries. They say eat about 20 cherries. That sounds like a lot of cherries, huh?
1: Ooh, cherries are good, though. I could do it.
0: I love cherries, too, but they say 20 cherries can shake off a bad mood in about 15 minutes. What? They cut your risk of anxiety in half because of the power antioxidants they have.
1: That's amazing.
0: I like cherries, or I don't have to spit out the stupid seeds, though. Oh. And I like them in a pie with all that sauce on it. I like cherry pie.
1: Okay. Well, you, I like cherry pie too, but I love fresh cherries with the seed, and I don't back. mind
0: it. I love cherries and cherry cheesecake with mm-hmm. that big, thick, gloppy red cherry sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, cherry cheesecake's awesome. I haven't had it in forever. Dude, love cheesecake. Love cherry. Cheesecake, love cherry pie. My favorite flavor is red, strawberry or cherry. Give me something red. I'm good. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show.